So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews podcast, where if you want it, review it. My name's DC, and the goal of this podcast bring you a ton of movie news, comic news, and some TV news as well. Today is the 98th episode of the podcast that's happening on um, February 28th, the last day of um, February 2019. So, um... Of course, thumbs up, thumbs down. Basically, when I go over stuff that happened the past week and movie news and all that good stuff, give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all in a circle. So the first thing I have here is um, the Oscars of 2019. So this past um, past Sunday, I believe, yes, yeah, Sunday, um, Oscars happened. I didn't watch it, of course. Um, I, I rarely ever watched Oscars. It's kind of weird. It's been like a run-on thing where I I don't watch it. I read the results and then give my opinion based on the results and whatnot. And I see like the clips afterwards. I'm not sure why. I think because it's like a, a Friday night and, and I used to watch shows on Friday nights, but for the last couple of weeks, I've been just sleeping Friday nights. So this has just been one of those things where I actually missed and I'm okay with missing it. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's cool to see it, but at the same time, I, I don't badly need to see the Oscars and watch it play by play. Um, one thing I actually want to see is like folks perform and that's basically it. I, I did, actually went back and, and, um, actually, um, watched the one with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. It looked pretty entertaining. Um, I, I like the song and they performance pretty good. So, um, I'll probably go back and watch the other performances and see who else performed and then see how good they are. But yeah, let's go back to the winners and whatnot. So, if you haven't watched the Oscars, like, like I have, um, and you don't know exactly what's going on, I've heard who won, so it's not like a first thing, fresh, new in my mind kind of thing. It's been on my mind for some time. But if you haven't um, found out who won the Oscars um, for this past year, I give the results right now. So for the actor in a lead role, um, basically was Rami Malek. He played in Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, and again... I wasn't pleased when they announced him as like one of the forerunners for the Oscars because I believe in this rap and this list here, I still don't think he's the top one in this whole thing. So um, congratulations to him. But yeah, he won that one. He beat um folks like Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, and um Viggo Morganson. So yeah, that's cool. It's whatever. Uh, I'm not really too pleased with that one. Um, yeah, not really happy with that winner, but it's okay. Um, next one here is performance by actor in a supporting role. Um, basically, the winner for this one is Mar- Mahershala Ali. So I was actually pretty happy about this one. From the whole list, he's probably the best choice you could have when it came down to the supporting actors. So he beat out folks like um, um, Adam Driver, um, Sam Elliott, um, Richard E. Grant, and Sam Rockwell. So in that list, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with him actually win it, especially for Green Book. Um, he did an amazing job in the whole movie. I know folks were, I know um, Spike Lee wasn't exactly happy that um, Green Book, I think won the best picture. Hold on, best picture? I don't think so. He, he wasn't happy for one of those the scenes where he thought his movie should have won. Which hey, um, when you're a director, that's what happens. You expect your movie to win every single year, but hey, that's how it is. Um, continuing going on. So, performance by um, an actress in the leading role. The winner for that one was Olivia um, Coleman for The Favorite, which, yeah, that's pretty nice. I, I didn't mind that one. Other folks she had in um, running was 
Glenn Close, um, Lady Gaga, which would have been nice, um, Liz McCarthy, and um, Lazia Aparacio? I butchered her last name. It's okay, though, because, you know, I'm never good with last names. It's it's fine. Or first names. It's it's hard for me to go there. I have to be able to hear that, uh, their name a couple of times, and then, you know, it'll be good for me. But, yeah, that one I wasn't too mad about. You know, Olivia did her job, and she made it happen. Um, next thing up is the performance by an actress in a supporting role, which was won by Regina King. I didn't see if Bill Street could talk, so I'm not really sure on this one. It's kind of hard to figure out with this um, category here. I, I probably should have went back and 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 heard my nominees and see my picks for it and like compare it and see which ones did I actually get and which ones I didn't get. Of course, I didn't do that because you know reasons. But yeah, um, based off of this list, uh, I wouldn't mind it. Um, I'm not gonna go over whoever else is in the list right here because it's it's gonna take too long and run too too far. Um, so, um, best animated feature of the year nominee. Um, so basically this one, I figured of much, it'll be Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. I think that this was the best movie for 2018. So when it was in the running for, um, best animated feature, I was like, yeah, it's going to win easily. So it beat out a lot of other folks, a lot of good, good movies. So I'm, I'm happy with that one. The next one I have here is, um... Achievement in Cinematography um, basically was won by Roma, which um, Alfonso Corian, I probably said his last name wrong, but he's been doing great. Um, I believe every year, last three years, I believe, he's been winning um, Oscars left and right. So kudos to that man. He's definitely doing his thing in this kind of, um, in this kind of field. So next here is um, Achievement in Costume Design, which Black Panther won this one. I'm okay with it because the costume design for it was pretty dope. Um, for the, everything else is here, I can say I honestly beat them all out. Yeah, it really does. When it comes down to it, Wakanda was looking vibrant. Everyone's on point. Like, all the costumes were top-notch. So, I'm fine with it winning that one. Even though it should have gotten nominated for other things. Like, even even supporting role, it could have definitely put it for um, Michael B. Jordan. Just because his character is so layered and... It felt like bigger than a comic book story for his character. It just, I wish he definitely got that, but oh well, that's how it is. Um, Achievement in Directing nominee. So the winner for this one is Alfonso Corian again. Um, I think this might have been the one where Spike Lee was pissed. Because he was nominated for this one for Director. And he did not win. So I do know he won in another another section. I gotta look for it. I know he didn't win, and he did have a speech that was not the worst speech, and Donald Trump did talk about it on his twi- Twitter feed. <laughs> Donald Trump, hilarious dude. But yeah, he definitely mentioned on his Twitter feed about something about the elections happening next year, and, you know, um, Spike Lee really wanted folks to go out and vote. And I was like, all right, cool, no problem, you know, folks will go and vote, this should be good. But yeah, based on that, it's, it's fine. Um, this one here, funny enough, the one that won the best documentary feature um, was Free Solo, which I actually saw in a movie theater. It was amazing. The, sto- the story was pretty good. The visuals is probably the best thing for it. I saw an IMAX. Was it IMAX 3D? No, IMAX, regular IMAX. 
And the IMAX theater was the true IMAX, not those watered-down IMAX theaters where it's like a, a slightly bigger screen than normal. This was like a huge screen. I'm talking about the seats went back to like maybe like um like 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 P. Like P or P or Q. So if you think about it from A to Q worth the seat in. They went back there and it went as wide as maybe like like 30 or 40 seats over. So it had a ton of seats in there. So the IMAX experience for that one was just amazing. Oh, man. When you think about how close you were to the um, Alex Holland and how he's climbing, just you felt like he was right next to him, climbing with him. It, was just, it just looked good. It looked amazing. So I'm glad that they won the um, Best Documentary Feature. Um, the next one here is a Best Documentary um, Short Subject, which was won by Period... And the sentence, um, which is fine. Um, I didn't see any of these movies for this um, category. It's unfortunate. Um, make Michael catch it because you know it won. So hopefully it's a good, good movie. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Um, achievement in film editing. This one's um, captured by Bohemian Rhapsody, which out this list, I'm okay with. Yeah, film editing, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's it's a hard subject, but the other ones. Mm, could have went for it, could have not went for it. Who knows? But for me, I'm okay with that one. Um, best foreign language film of the year. So this one was um, Roma, which, okay. I think that's um, Alfonso Corian again. So that's three for him, basically. Um, so it's kind of cool to see that he's racking up again. I, I believe um, he racked up again, I think last year, a year before, he had quite a few um, Oscar wins as well. So he just had like a, a ton of Oscar wins under his belt. So kudos to that man. You kind of want to make sure that he's in other films as well. Maybe they should DC should grab him up and be like, do one of our films. Probably, um, probably Vibe. Because Vibe is, yeah, Vibe would be a good, good character put under that kind of uh, realm. Um, good DC character. They, they love the character on, on the DC TV. So It'd be kind of cool to bring a movie about it. So, you know, potentially, who knows? Um, next thing I have here is Achievement in Makeup and Hairstyling, which is won by Vice, which, yeah, um, between that, Border and Mary Queen of Scots, I believe Vice should have got that, and it definitely got that win. Um, the Amy Adams looks very, very good, and also, um, what's his name? What's his face again? Why does this name split my head? Um, Christian Bell. <laughs> I might have actually lost my head for a bit. But yeah, Christian Bell looked very, very good as um, Dick Cheney. So just, kudos to that dude. Tops notch to him. Even though um, Sam Rockwell as George W. was okay. But yeah, definitely for um, Dick Cheney and how he made Christian Bell look like Dick Cheney. Definitely perfect. Definitely good. Um, definitely a winner in my heart. Um, next one here is Achievement in Music Written for Motion Picture. Original score, basically. Uh, Black Panther won this one, which I could see it happening. Um, all the other movies had music written for it as well. Just that for Black Panther, the album itself was pretty good. Um, probably pretty awesome, I could be honest. Uh, I played it a couple times. Um, it's, it was actually produced and produced. I'm not sure if produced, but definitely made by um, 
TDE member Kendrick Lamar. So the fact that he put a stamp on it, that he put his vibe, he put his kind of um, um, flair to it was definitely something that it needed and it's for the culture. And it was a very, very good album. I, I enjoy it to this day. Really do. The next section I have here is um, Achievement and Music Written for Motion Picture Original Song. So Original Song was um, won by um, Lady Gaga for Shallow, which I'm okay. Yeah, that's a very, very good song. Um, All the Stars was a good song as well. It didn't win. But Shallow, I felt that it, it hit harder. I'll be honest. Like, it hit harder. I kept on playing that song over and over and over again. It just, it, it spoke to the whole, um, the whole movie. And a lot of folks definitely felt the same as well. So, congrats to Lady Gaga on that whole win. It was definitely a good, good um, song. I really enjoyed it. So, um, best motion picture of the year. So this one was Green Book. Okay, that's what it was. It was this. It was this one here. He's pissed off at this one here because it won best um, movie. His movie was actually nominated. He felt that he should have got um, one of that old thing. What came down to it? Do I think he should have won? Off this list, I wish Black Panther were won, but no one's gonna make the Black Panther one. If if it would have won, I would have been super stoked and that would have spelled greatness for upcoming comic book movies which there's very very few movies that are comic book related that will actually win an oscar so especially um the best picture of the year so it is definitely awesome to see that it got nominated and actually actually won so it's kind of cool that it beat a, a ton of other good movies so i'm actually happy about that one there um, achievement in uh, production design. So Black Panther won that too. I think Black Panther was nominated for like maybe seven awards. And that's good. That really is really good. And I'm glad that the whole, the most popular film wasn't won, <laughs> which is kind of stupid and ridiculous, ridiculous to have in the whole Oscar scenario. But um, let's see what other ones we have here. We have Best Animated Short Film, which is from Bao, um, which was a good. Short film. I really enjoyed it before. Which movie did it play before? Was it Incredibles? I think it was Incredibles 2. It played before. And it was a very, very good short film. I really enjoyed it. It had the nice little parallels. And it really showcased what a short film could be. And how it could connect to yourself as a as an audience member. And it really did put a smile on my face when I saw it. Um, next one here is Best Live Action. For short film, a skin. I didn't see any of these in this list in here. Um, it's unfortunate. It's one of those things. I don't see all movies every year, but I do see majority of movies. So it kind of sucks that I wasn't able to see it, but you know, that's what happens. Um, next one here is um, Achievement in Sound Editing. So Bohemian Rhapsody won this one. Mm, I'm okay with it because it's a, it was a musical kind of, kind of, so it should have more music adaptation to its sorts. So I'm okay with that one winning. Um, Achievement in Sound um, Mixing. Bohemian Rhapsody won again, which uh, is back to the sound mixing, sound editing. Um, I'm okay with that one, even though a, a, um, Star is Born probably should have won that one from my aspect. That's one of those things. Um, vis- visual Effects. 
is one by First Man, even though I thought First Man is kind of boring for me. Um, I think Ready Player One should have won that one, but hey, you know, I'm just me. Um, next one is Adapted Screenplay. Um, Black Klansman won that one, which congratulations to him. Um, I believe it said, okay, this is the quote he had there. His quote was, make the moral choice between love versus hate. Let's do the right thing. You know, I had to get that in there. And he's talking about the, um, everyone to go vote in 2020. And of course, do the right thing. He actually put that in there because, you know, he directed the right, do the right thing, um, way back in the day. So, you know, it's kind of cool that he actually did that. It's not bad at all. Um, original screenplay was won by Green Book, which I'm okay with in this whole scenario when it came down to it. And that's all, basically. There's more, but I don't want to go over every single last one of them. Plus, you know, I'm kind of strapped for time. I spent roughly 15-ish minutes on this one. Hopefully, you, you're one of your movies has made the list of winners and... Hopefully he was happy with this last pass Oscars. I can't wait for next year. I, I might watch next year just because I feel a little bit bad because I don't typically watch it. But at the same time, I probably should, you know, watch it, spend some time. But it's, it's a hard thing to watch when it's a Sunday night and you're trying to relax and stuff. So I'm I might go watch it next year. I might. So next thing up here is um, a trailer for... Um, Pokemon um, Detective Pikachu. So, number tra- number two trailer, sorry. So, the second trailer came out. This one showcased more of the story. It went into depth of what exactly is happening with the father, with um, Justice Smith's character, and, you know, um, Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu. Even though I still don't love the voice. The voice, he really could have masked his voice, did something to it to not make me think, Oh, Ryan Reynolds is playing Pikachu. It just, his voice takes me out of it quite easily when it came down to it. But the concept of the movie seems like it's looking very, very good when it comes down to it. It, it feels like, um, the first Pokemon movie mixed with a f- few other aspects of it. I actually looked at a review on, of it online and someone mentioned that it's supposed to be also mixing in the, the Pokemon Detective video game which I haven't seen, so I can't really speak on that. Um, and I haven't really did my research on that computer game when it came down to it. So for me, I just know that a lot of aspects of it felt like the first Pokemon movie. It showcased um, Mewtwo in there. It had a ton of other Pokemon. And it showed that Detective Pikachu forgot who he was. So I'm thinking that the twist could be it could be the father that is inside, or not inside, the mind, their mind is inside the Pokemon. I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Uh, I could be wrong. It's, it's been done before. Um, it's been, it's been done in what's called, um, in Kubo. Kubo, yeah, Kubo. It's been done in that movie where, um, you're like, you're not really sure who the father is, and then, you know, da da da, the father's the person you've been traveling with this whole time, or, the person you've been looking for is this person next to you, kind of thing. It also happened in um, in um, in that musical with the death scene. Is it? Yeah, Coco. <laughs> I actually think about it. Coco did the same thing too, where the main character is trying to look for 
his grandfather, and it happened to be the guy that's helping look for his grandfather to begin with. So it's kind of cool to see those th- those kind of things happen, and I wouldn't mind as long as they they do it the proper way. They don't have it where it's too cliche. They actually make it where it makes sense, and that there's a lot of fun that comes into it. So I had to take a swig of water. It got very it got very very dry in here. Like I feel my mouth like yeah. Very, very weakness of it. But, um, yeah, back to the actual trailer. The trailer wasn't bad. It definitely, I liked it better than the first one. I, I really felt that there's going to be quite a bit of good in this whole thing. So for me, I give this one a, a thumbs middle still because my first reaction was a thumbs three quarters down or, or fully down because of his voice. But based off of what could potentially happen, I give this one a thumbs middle. And it should be good. Who knows? But it could be good. It really could be good. So next thing I have here is um the trailer for Dark Phoenix. So this trailer actually dropped this morning. Or actually last night. Um, I think I was going to wait for it. And that's why I didn't do the podcast the day earlier. Just because I was like, alright, this is going to come in the night of. And I didn't want to wait till a whole week to talk about this whole thing. That's the hard thing about doing a weekly episode just because when something drops you're like ah gotta wait till next week to actually talk about it and i thought about doing like a daily show but that's too much if i do a daily show it'd be like maybe 15 20 minutes long probably 15 minutes long just because there's only so much i could talk about every single day and there's quite a few things that do come up in you know movie news and all that good stuff but it's way too much for me to go over. So I, I'd, I'd rather stick to the weekly show. The most I'll probably do is like um, twice a week where it might cover it a little better for me. But yeah, back to what I was mentioned before. Um, this trailer looked pretty good. And I'm kind of concerned for who dies in the movie. I feel like it's going to be either um, Mystique or some other, other character. It feels like it's going to be Mystique though because... When it came down to the first couple of seconds, she felt, or oh, Jean Grey looked like she was very, very sad about something. And that only comes from the Mystique kind of vibe, because Mystique did come to her, and she did, like, knock her away. So it looks kind of crazy, kind of cool-ish. So this one, I give this one a thumbs up, only because it looks very, 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 very good. There's a couple things, a couple scenes in here where... I was actually at the edge of my seat a little bit. Um, with Magneto, I wasn't really sure if he's going to be the one that dies, but then they showed the, um, um, grave scene and then he was there. So I was like, all right, he doesn't die, but he definitely gets messed up. It, it's a, it definitely follows the, the animated, um, Phoenix saga. It feels like that a little bit. And hopefully they, they go all out, especially since this is the last one that, um, that Fox is going to have with X-Men. It should go all out. They should definitely do as much comic book accurate things as possible and just swing for the fences. Like go, f- go for broke basically. Cause this is your last kind of kind of thing when it comes down to it. Um, so hopefully this is a good movie. I'm not sure the last one apocalypse wasn't, wasn't the best movie, but it had things that were redeemable, redeemable about it. So this one could be good as well. It just all depends on, um, the right script for it all depends on if they're actually going to do what they're supposed to be doing. So I, I can see 
where it can be good. It, it could be good. Um, so for me, this, I give this one thumbs up just because it looks very good. It, it has the vibe and the feel of, of the cartoon version, which I do love. I do love the cartoon X-Men and it definitely showcased all those scenes. Uh, it made me really, really happy to see it. And hopefully it's not a scenario where it's like, um, Fantastic Four where all the good parts are in the trailer and then the movie sucks. Because that will be hilarious in one hand, but at the same time, it'll be like, I'm wasting my time. And I don't want to do that. So, um, the next section I have here is um, coming to theaters. So, basically, every single time, every single week, there's a new movie or a couple of movies that comes out in theaters. And I rate it from our, our, I'll rate it from our, I'm interested to our pass. Sorry, it took, took me a while to actually think about it. Um, so... The movie that's coming out this week is only one movie, actually. So, this movie is um, Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral. So, I'll be honest. I give this one a hard pass. Um, only because I'm tired of all these Medea movies. I would watch this still because it is the last Medea movie. And I'm very, very happy for that. I'm glad that Tyler Perry's decided to put away this character. It feels like... This character should have been put away a long, long, long time ago. It's just that I'm a fan of the, the, um, what's it called again? The, um, plays. I'm a fan of that. And when it came down to the movies, I'm okay with the first one. The second one was okay as well. The third one, eh, wasn't the best. And then from there, it just went downhill. It just, it, it felt weird. It felt like it was just a, a hard cash grab. And the jokes were kind of dated, but at the same time, it tried to be um, self-aware slash, you know, hip and groovy and all that stuff. It is, it felt weird when it came down to it. So when I saw that, when I saw it, when I heard that this is going to be the last one, I actually cheered. And it made me want to see this even more, just so I could say, all right, I've seen the last one. I'm glad you guys are putting this down. And continue other kind of movies. Because his other movies from his studio is pretty good. I love the other ones. Acrimony is probably one of my favorite ones so far. That wasn't a, a Medea movie. Which was pretty solid. So hopefully he does more of those kind of roles. Where um, well, those kind of movies. Where it just it grips you. Even though Acrimony felt like a diary for black, mad black woman. Felt a little bit like that too. But it's okay. Um, as long as you don't input yourself with Medea and just, just make a whole lot of jokes. It just, it feels like every single thing is going to be falling flat with it. So based on this trailer, hard pass based on news that, you know, there's another Medea movie, hard pass as well. Um, I, I still watch it just because, you know, it is the last one, but the same, same thing goes down to it. I'm tired of Medea and I'm happy you're going away. So, um, that's all I have for this episode. Um, you can find us on all social medias. On Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes, at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter, at Bring On Reviews. No, the not one. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is bringonreviews.com, for any movie reviews, and even this podcast as well. If you love watching... TV shows, enjoy watching movies. Therefore, you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to write from 
reviews for this website, please email me at info at bringonthereviews.com and use the subject line, I want to join the review team. Um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Dwight Ant C. That's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D W I G H T A N T C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your viewers next time.